Welcome to Write on Track, a songwriting podcast. Thanks to Tone for tuning in. I'm Demi Michelle Schwartz, and I'm thrilled you're joining me on my songwriting journey. So kick back and relax, don't fall flat, and remember, stay right on track. Hello, welcome back to Right on Track. I'm very excited because today I'm joined by my friend Danny Galasso. Hey, girl. Hey, how's it going? It's going great. How's it going for you? <laughs> it's good. Awesome. Well, I'm very excited you're joining me today because we're talking all about creativity and writer's block, and I'm very excited. So before we dive into that, would you like to share a little bit about your musical journey so far? Yes. So I've been a musician my whole life since I was a little kid, just like starting to play instruments when I was young, piano, guitar, violin. I actually started with the violin first when I was in grade school. And then as I went into high school and like early adulthood, I got really into songwriting. Um, And so that's kind of been my passion for the past decade or so. And especially in the past couple of years, just going deeper and deeper into the craft of songwriting and singing and performing. Fabulous. And we met at Andrea's retreat through the alumni community, which is awesome. And we've gotten to write together. And so we've definitely experienced, I think, the whole rush of creativity. And also we've definitely hit some writer's block as well. So I'm excited to talk about this. So to kick off this conversation, would you like to read a quote by Edward de Bono? Yes. So this is a great quote. Um, And what he says is, creativity involves breaking out of established patterns in order to look at things in a different way. So this is an incredible quote. What does this mean to you? So I really like this quote because I think um, it kind of hints at the fact that there are patterns, right? Creativity isn't just like something random that falls out of the sky necessarily. Like you have to kind of have something to ground you. Um, But at the same time, you know, it can be broken down and one thing that grounds you one time might not be the same the next time. So I think like with songwriting, especially, you know, you might hear the lyrics first and use that as an inspiration point. But at the same time, you can break down a song and just hear chord progression or something else. And I think that that kind of breaking things down and experimenting um, is really, really critical to actually continue the process and keep yourself inspired. I love how you brought up experimenting because I think that's very important. I feel like with anything creative, whether that be songwriting or painting, drawing, you always have to explore a little bit and kind of see what feels right to you and also understand the craft as a whole because like you said, maybe one day the lyrics come, maybe another the chords come. So you need to understand whatever your creative process is that you really understand it as a whole to be able to say, hey, I'm not creative now, but this is something I was like a child to get creative again. Yeah, and I think, you know, anything creative can be really complex. Um, You might see something one way at one moment in time, but 
I think, you know, everyone that everyone that's a creative person and they get deeper into their craft, they start to realize it's not just one way. Um, and I think in realizing that you just kind of also see that it's kind of never ending, if that makes sense. In my case, I'm a singer, so I often um, start songs kind of singing a melody, either in my head or out loud. And so that's been, you know, one of the main ways I actually start songs. Um, but that's not the only way. <laughs> um, and actually, even this year, I've been challenged in that entire process because I had um, a period of time where my voice kind of went out on me. So I couldn't really use my go-to way to write songs because I had to rest my voice. And at first I was angry because I was like, no, this is how I do this, you know. But then it kind of was cool at the same time because I was realizing, well, I have to start things in a different way to really kind of keep up with my writing. Um, and actually... I even was starting to write in my head more just to save my voice. Um, so that kind of opened up a door, even though it felt like it was an impediment. <laughs> yeah, no, and I, I really appreciate you sharing that too. It must have been super hard, but like you said, because you love songwriting so much and didn't want to stop that, you were like, you know what? I'm going to find another way of doing this. I know I can't sing right now, but I'm still going to write songs. And because you know the craft of songwriting so well, you're able to do that. And I think that's the thing. Like when we start with something creative or when anybody starts with something creative, exploring it, it's kind of just for fun at first, like seeing what you can do with whatever the art form is. But once you become more serious with something like we are with songwriting, it's not just simply for fun anymore and if you want to improve with anything creative you have to take classes you have to go to retreats you have to co-write and do other creative things with other people and get that education and I think you and I both are doing that and so we're able to pull on our creativity more and find it more because we know our craft so well yeah totally and that's where like I think the quote from earlier it's like established patterns it's like everything has a way it works, you know, no matter what. And even if eventually the thing you create feels very experimental, like it often still comes from something. But, you know, that's what's kind of cool about it. It's, it's like you can have a day where maybe you're really just like the creative juices are flowing and you're just, you know, brain dumping an idea. But if you're having a day when you're not feeling like that, there's also kind of like the go-to things you can do. You know, you can just sit there at your instrument, for example, and just play through an arpeggio or something just to kind of like go through the motions, almost like you're going to the gym. And that's okay. And it's okay if you don't come up with anything new that day. But I think what happens often is that you, you're just kind of riffing and then eventually you organically do come up with something new, whether it's that day or a couple of days later. I think that's almost where the magic happens. You're like not trying, but you you are innately still setting yourself up for success and going through the practice part. I think that's where it it's not just for fun comes in. It's like you have to keep going and in doing that and putting in the hard work, the creativity will kind of happen organically. 
I love what you said, and that totally, totally makes sense. I mean, just think of us, like, we can spend days trying to write a song, it's not working, but we're still going through the motions, like you said, trying to write lyrics, grabbing an instrument, singing a melody, and it's not, it's not working, but maybe the next day we wake up and we're very inspired, and oftentimes, like, I know for me, and I'm sure for you too, like, we have to get you know, not so good songs out to get to the amazing ones. And if we didn't force through that time and try to get to that creativity, we never would have made it through to write that good song. So it definitely is sticking to a pattern when you can and going through those motions in order to find that inspiration again. Yeah, I think what you said about getting the the bad songs out is so, 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 and I emphasize so. (laughs) It's just like... I think it just takes the pressure off. Like, there's always going to be songs or anything anyone ever creates that's just going to be okay. Um, one of the things that I wanted to like just bring into this conversation was just this idea of like creativity not even being in traditionally creative places. So, for example, I really like to cook and sometimes if I've just had a long day, like cooking dinner, just like it makes me feel creative, but it's fun. And I often experiment when I'm cooking. And then I sometimes I come up with really cool stuff. And then sometimes I like totally drop the ball and just it, the food comes out weird. And, <laughs> and I'll get mad. And I'm like, oh, man, like I was making this cool thing. And it just, you know, now we have to order takeout or whatever. Um, but that's bound to happen. Like there's no way I can just like always whip up the best thing, you know, every single time. There's going to be days where I don't cook an awesome dish from just improvising. And I think that 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 parallel is the same with songwriting and so many other things. You just, we're all just doing it and we're human beings and we can't just flip up the wand and make it perfect every single time (laughs) no exactly yeah we wish the magic would happen 24 7 but it doesn't (laughs) i love your story about cooking though and that's super cool and i feel like that really highlights how you are a very creative person so what do you love the most about being so creative in general that's a good question i think and i've always tried to think about what it is too even before the past few years when i got super into songwriting for a long time and I still am working like a regular desk job where I'm not always doing what I'd consider or what some people would consider creative work but I always would say like I'm a really creative person and I always like was trying to make that point and find outlets that made me feel like I was actually being creative um but I think what it is, I think what it is, is honestly, it's that I don't want to be bored. Because when I think about my work, there are elements to like my day job that are just kind of whatever. I'm just like pushing paperwork sort of thing, scheduling meetings. I do project management. Um, but then there's also some parts that kind of are unique and interesting and allow me to like plan a- an event or, you know, just something that's kind of new. And I think those are the those are the things I like the most where I'm experimenting and it's it just feels fun. Um, so that feeling of like it being fun and not too monotonous, I think, is the thing I'm chasing. And that's the thing that it is in songwriting, too. It's like it's that excitement. It's kind of almost a rush of excitement 
with that rush, it's almost like the the times that you have the rush the most are also when the songs are better almost. Um, it's like when you're being the most creative, you're really pu- – and sometimes they're just like – sometimes you're just messing around too, but I think it's just like pushing that boundary is – the thing that excites me. If I if someone told me like you're gonna you have to write this certain song in this certain way and that's all you're doing for the rest of your life, I don't think I would like songwriting that much, but because I have flexibility to like do whatever I want and write different songs and with different people, I think that's what's exciting. I love how you brought up flexibility and I love everything else you said, but right there at the end, I feel like that's why I love it so much and also for fun because I feel like I've always been super creative too from when I was younger all the way up until now, but I've noticed like when I was in college, that's when I really got into songwriting and I feel like even though I was double majoring in creative writing and music, two very creative things, the classwork wasn't always fun all the time, writing papers isn't fun doing homework's not fun but I feel like (laughs) I feel like at the same time like after I would do hours of a paper for a music history class I would still set time aside to you know actually do fun music stuff and I think that's when I really started to realize that this is something that really you know shows who I am I'm very creative I love to write I love to play music and sing and do all those things and I always find time for it because I can be flexible I don't feel like I'm trapped in a box I can do whatever I want and it also helps me to process emotions and work through things as well in a very you know healthy way and a fun way I'm not you know tied down in any kind of way when I write a song or write a short story I can get it out however I want and it's very fun and flexible yeah totally and I'm similar to you, double majored when I was in college as well. Um, and it's so funny because it's like, why did I put myself through that? Sometimes I, I asked, I actually asked myself that because it's like, it was so much work. Um, but I did linguistics and music. And it's like, I did the music because I just, I've just been doing music so long. I was like, I think I need to just like give myself this time to do this. And I was in a classical program. So, as, as you know, as you're aware of as well, it's like you kind of learn all the rudimentary stuff and history and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, at the end of it all, I knew I knew I wasn't going to go into a graduate program studying classical music again, because what I came out of it just innately knowing is that I wanted to create new music. Um, and so it's like, though I appreciated studying everything I did, the thing that ultimately was the underlying reason why I did it in the first place is because I wanted to create new music. Like you, I also feel like my music education in college definitely set me up to create new music. And a perfect example coming to mind, which is actually kind of funny. So in our harmony class, which is basically written music theory, um, for one of our assignments at the end of the one term, we were studying, you know, like sonatas and notation and all that stuff. And so our assignment was either to write a completely full like sonata movement 
or to choose one by Mozart, Haydn, or Beethoven and do all the Roman numerals and all that stuff. So here's me. I was like, you know what? I'm writing a whole Sonata movement. And you still had to like do the Roman numerals and stuff for it. It was just you had to do it for your own rather than somebody else's, which was double work if you think about it. But I wanted to create my own anyways. And I was the only one in my class who did it. And my professor gave me like full marks because I did it perfectly and didn't mess anything up and like no my own sonata movement and so I think that's a great example of like me wanting to be so creative on top of all that schoolwork and actually doing extra for an assignment just so I could be creative and not just analyze the sonata movement that Mozart did yeah totally and actually just to like throw in I kind of just remembered something I forgot I I did a project as part of graduation um I did actually I ended up doing a thesis paper um, about cover songs but before that I actually attempted doing like a composition portfolio um, which was really difficult for me at the time I theory was actually like one of the hardest parts of the major for me so my portfolio didn't get accepted and to be honest it wasn't really the right fit either because I actually wanted to do songwriting not composition but I think there was that um there was that like intention back then of wanting to create and what it came down to was I wanted to also graduate on time and so if I I probably could have suffered through like making a better portfolio and doing another year but at the at, at the end of the day I knew I wanted to songwrite and I couldn't actually do that in that program um, because you had to either do it was like you either did composition history which is the thesis paper which is what I did and or performance um, which at the time I just didn't want to do. But yeah, so I think <laughs> I think I was like in the similar boat as you. Um, it just took me like getting out of college to refocus on songwriting. And truthfully, if there was like a songwriting program I could have done at my school, I probably would have done that instead. But that just not that wasn't how the music program was set up. Yeah, that wasn't an option for me either, but I'm super happy that you and I both found our way to songwriting. So speaking of creativity and songwriting, are there certain times of day where you're most creative? Are there certain places you like to be at when you're writing? So just in general, when do you feel most creative to do songwriting? Yeah, so I've never been a morning person. I know a lot of people are, you know, they wake up and the first thing they do is write. That just has never been me. I mean, I try to do it sometimes. I try to like break my own habits, but it just doesn't work. And I also work part-time. So what works for me really well is I try to get my part-time work done in the morning and kind of just like check that off the list so that I can reserve my afternoons and evenings for more creative stuff. And I think mentally that just it kind of helps me to know that I'm done with formal work and I can just kind of do my own thing after that. I, I don't really have like a strict, strict, strict schedule with it. I do kind of go with the flow. I mean, I reserve time for it, but I don't say like at 4 p.m. every day I'm doing whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, the planner in me definitely looks at my week and kind of like thinks through the priorities and you know, it also changes. Like some weeks I have, I'm doing more writing. Some weeks I'm doing more production stuff or rewriting um, or just practicing something. It just, it kind of fluctuates. But overall, um, I have a space in my home. Like I have a music room that 
I'm normally in. But even that I switch up because sometimes I'm in here all day and I just got to like get some fresh air, (laughs) go in the living room and like pick up the guitar or something. I think kind of defaulting back to what we said before, it's like being flexible and mixing it up really helps. And I think with even like mixing it up with different people, like, you know, you and I both co-write, so we know how that is. And that really, that can really help too. If like, I'm kind of feeling uninspired, but I'm planning on working with someone else, that kind of helps because you can pass the baton to them when you're just kind of stuck or they will organically come up with something and then that re-inspires you, (laughs) which is probably the best thing. Co-writing is like my favorite thing ever. And honestly, like thinking about myself, I am more creative, I think, really early or really late. Um, In the middle of the day, there's just way too much going on in my brain where I just like don't feel very inspired or creative. And that's a little hard sometimes when I do co-writes in the middle of the day. But like you said, having somebody else there, I feel like is so helpful because they bring a certain energy to the whole process and you're not alone in it. And so I feel like when I'm with somebody else, I'm overall just so excited to be doing it that I don't care what time of day it is. But myself, I could not sit down at like one or two o'clock in the afternoon and write a song. Yeah, I think it's what I've noticed with me is sometimes you need that unwinding period. Like I, what I cannot do is if I have a crazy day and like I try to squeeze songwriting in the middle of it, like it's hard to get in the zone. I mean, it's possible sometimes to do a little thing like, oh, maybe I'm just rewriting a verse. But I think it's like definitely critical to to make sure you save the space for it and kind of allow yourself to unwind from daily chaos and get in the mode because I think I think when I try to squeeze it in the middle of the day it's like I don't know it's it's kind of setting this expectation that like it's going to happen and then the reality is is like my brain is buzzing around (laughs) (laughs) yeah so yeah I think overall I'm kind of with you on the it's almost better the extreme of like the morning or the night you know, it's not it's not all about creativity, like organization and other tasks related to creativity are so important. Like sometimes in the morning, I'm not songwriting, but I might be emailing people to set up a co-write. So it's, you know, like I'm doing other things that are related to the ultimate goal, but they're just, they have to get done. And so I think that's maybe part of it too. It's like almost like administrative tasks or like posting on social media, you know, just there's a bunch of stuff you can do that are related to creativity. So even if you're kind of having a day where you're feeling uninspired, it's like you can just do those other things instead and just wait till tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, no, I definitely love that. I actually never really thought of it like that before, but that totally makes sense. And I feel like that's just, you know, giving ourselves the space to admit to ourselves that, hey, I'm not inspired, but instead of doing nothing, I'm going to set myself up for, you know, success another day. And so I absolutely love that. And I think that's all about flexibility, too. Like you were talking about, you know, changing the space where you're writing. I love being outside when I can be. I feel like nature is very inspiring. When I'm on vacation at the beach, like, I love it there. Um, So I feel like changing location 
in your house or going outside, going to an actual different place can actually spark inspiration too. Yeah, totally. It's it's all it's needed. Like you can't everyone needs to like get up and <laughs> and circulate their blood in their system. It it I think if you don't do that, you that's when you start feeling like you're in a rut. Even just like a brisk walk can be super helpful. And then another thing too is I think one really important thing is just taking breaks. Like sometimes I can tell, you know, I just can't fit anything else in my brain that day or anything that comes out is just going to be trash. And so really taking breaks, which is hard. It's hard to do um, because it seems very unintuitive. But I think when you take breaks, it's like, you also allow yourself to get re-inspired, whether that's by other artists or just like watching something on TV. Sometimes I even watch things like sometimes I actually watch music related stuff and that ends up re-inspiring me. So I'm like on a break, but I'm also like still kind of doing something I really like and it ends up feeding the whole process all over again. Yeah, I love that. I feel like my go-to things are listening to music in general, just other artists. And also, I love to read. So I feel like escaping into fictional stories is a way for me to get re-inspired because I'm kind of out of my own head and out of my own life for a little while. And so, you know, diving into an imaginative place or story can definitely spark something. So I love reading and that helps me a lot. Yeah, totally. And even looking at other songs is really helpful too. Um, like you you can really just pick apart one thing from another song and just take that as a starting point when you're ready to go back and write. And you can't do that if you're just stuck in your own head. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so a big thing that you and I have to deal with a lot is finding ways to be creative and inspire during times we have to be like co-writing or at retreats and things like that and so one of the things that we can do which is something you and I have talked about is changing up the process and doing songwriting related things during that time to help get that creativity flow back so what are your go-to techniques or things that you do to get the creativity back when you're songwriting and just not feeling it Definitely the breaks thing is one. Um, I know that like not everyone has the luxury of that. Like sometimes you just really have to get something done. But if you're really hitting your head against the wall, like you have to take a break, even even a, a small one. Another thing that really helps me is going back to what I was saying about looking at another song. I think sometimes it's easy to get frustrated or not really like know what you're doing because you don't really know what you're trying to do so depending on the situation I sometimes like I go I look at an example of another song so that I'm gra- I'm kind of grounded again I don't know I'm kind of sensitive to the the burnout thing like I don't want to feel like I'm just burning out and just like chugging so I don't know it's kind of goes back to what we've been talking about like getting like everyone has to have everyone has to find the way that they can get re-inspired. I believe in putting in the work and, you know, dedicating time to write, like, and having that as, like, having a routine around it. But I also personally don't really just believe in just, like, forcing yourself, if that makes sense. Like, I, I kind of believe in, like, forcing yourself to stay inspired and then writing. And I think, like, I think 
this may be just like a philosophical thing, but I know that there's a lot about just like forcing yourself to write just to do it. But to me, I, I can tell when I'm when I feel forced. <laughs> so I have to I feel like it's like for me, I have to do the first step. And once I have that first step of feeling the inspiration, then it kind of flows a little bit more. I'm not saying that it's perfect every time, but overall, I think like I have to find a semblance of some inspiration and then it, everything just feels a little bit easier. And and just to like clarify, I don't mean I'm like waiting around for inspiration because that obviously is not a good strategy. So there is some work in it. Like it means that I have to actively find it, you know, and and it can be anything. It can be like a chord progression from another song. It can be a lyric or a word or something, but you have to have something. Otherwise, it's like, what are you even starting from? Exactly. Well, our timer went off, but we're going to keep going for just a little longer. Um, I feel like for me, I love sensory free writing. And especially when I'm writing a song, you mentioned a, a few minutes ago how you sometimes feel like you don't really know what you're doing. Like you get in that space where it's like, oh, I don't really know what I'm saying anymore. Like what even is a song anymore? Like we've all been there. (laughs) (laughs) So I feel like sensory free writing is a great way to kind of break away from the song itself and get things down and recenter your focus on what you're actually trying to say. And then that also gives you the freedom to just pour things out, not trying to write lyrics or anything, just getting stuff out and onto a page that you can go look through later and see, oh yeah, this is what I was trying to say. And also I found like just a simple thing of if you're on the lyrics and they're not working, switching a melody. If you have a couple songs going on and the one just isn't working, switching another song. Like there's so many ways that we can switch oh, up yeah. the process. Switching switching songs, sorry to interrupt. Switching songs is key. Like that's, I think, so huge. And I, I feel like we should have talked about that before. It's like, if you only have one song that you're working on, and then, you know, you feel crappy about it, then it's like you only have one option. But if you have like five songs, then it's like way easier to switch gears. I think that's the best way. Then you have, you just have options. Um, and, you know, it doesn't always happen overnight. I have, I have a song that I started over a year ago. And I just can't crack it yet. And I like it a lot. And I know I'm, gonna, I'm fighting for it. But I'm all, I've also just given it time. I'm like completely restructuring it now. And I'm still trying to figure out what the chorus is going to ultimately be. But it's like I haven't given up on it. But it's in rotation with all my other songs. So I'm not mad at it either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad at the song. <laughs> um, no, but I definitely think something you said about options is very important because we always have options switch from the guitar to the piano switch songs switch from lyrics to melody about the song you were just talking about perfect example the single that's coming out now my new single find love it's not out at the time of recording but by the time this episode is out it will be out but i had a similar situation where i wrote it in 2019 and I liked it, like I liked the lyrics, but the melody and the vibe just like wasn't doing it for me. And I suffered over the song for like months and I hated it. I was like, I love the song, but I hate it. Like, what are you doing song? Why do you have to be like this? Um, and I just hit such a wall with it. And then I literally forgot, like I kid you not, forgot about the song, like completely forgot about it. A few months later, I was going through 
voice memos on my phone found this voice memo I did fun fact I was sick when I did this voice memo like I had a cold and you can surely tell like I sounded awful but I just did a voice memo of it just I didn't forget it I found it and I like this light bulb went off in my brain next day I completely rewrote it and I'm putting it out and it's gonna be on my album so that's like a perfect example like if you hit writer's block and don't know what to do with songs just set things aside until they wake up again and tell you what to do with them. Totally. And that's where like, and that's kind of like part of the whole inspiration thing. It's like at some point you just got to leave it alone. You can't force it because I feel like what you just described is basically you found it again and you got inspired again and then it it flowed, you know? Like if you had forced it, like you might have just finished it and then not wanted to release it or something, but you kind of gave it that space and took the pressure off a little bit and you know, found inspiration a little bit later, which is great. I feel like that's, that's so important. And it's like, sometimes you just need to like, zoom out too. Some there's some songs where you're like, Oh, this is so amazing. And then like, you leave it alone, come back to it. And you're like, wait, that's not really that great. I wrote this better one. You know, it's just, yeah, I think that start stop thing is, is definitely a good approach. Yeah. And sometimes it's all about, you know, just refining the magic again, because you wanted to write a certain song for a reason, and you got inspired for a reason, and sometimes we lose that, and you just need to wait for when the right time is again. And we have options, like you said, be flexible, we have options to do other things. It's not that if a song doesn't fall together perfectly all at the same time that it's a bad song and we throw it out the window. That's not how this works. You just have to, you know, be flexible with the whole creativity process and give it time. Yeah, and I think too, another strategy is if you're really, really stuck and you just like can't anymore, you can always bring another co-writer into it or like ask for feedback from a mentor or anything like that. And that's super helpful because especially if it's another creative person that understands, you know, the creative process because they will they will kind of see past maybe the quote unquote flaws and reinvigorate the whole thing or bring new ideas to the table. Um, and that can really bring songs back to life, especially if you're like feeling, like I've totally had this happen where I'm like, I'm just not convinced or maybe I'm uninspired. And then after just hearing one comment, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm going to work on that now. And then it's just exciting again. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, I completely agree. Just sharing songs with other people. And it's like the things that they can say, it can be something so simple that they intend to be a certain way, but in our brains, it can go off in like a million directions. And I think that's the thing, like, you know, just sharing a song with somebody, just to do it, just to give yourself the chance and give the song a chance to come back to life. And you never know what inspiration and creativity will come from that. Yeah, that's actually really important, I think, to this whole thing we're talking about. It's like if you never show anyone <laughs> anything you're working on, then it's almost like you're not closing the loop. Um, I mean, we could all be creative in our bedrooms and just never show anyone, but it kind of feels like it's very unsatisfying in a lot of ways. Um, so yeah, I think there's a lot of benefits to sharing what you're working on, whether it's like halfway through the process or at the end or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, this conversation flew (laughs) so fast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, this was a lot of fun, but before we go, can you share your final thoughts on creativity? Ooh, 
well, you know what? I have a really good one for you. And I heard this a year and a half ago and I can't get it out of my brain. So it actually happened um, at work. Someone said this at work. And I don't even know, I think I think it's actually a quote that someone else said, but I don't really know the source. So this is not me saying it, but I just really liked it. And what they said is creativity is a resource that we'll never run out of. And I just think that that's so true. And I think like, even if, you know, you're feeling stuck or like you have writer's block, like at the end of the day, you also have power and you... everyone has creativity in them somewhere and they can decide to mine it or not but you know it's never ending like it it, you know even though there's millions of songs in the world like people are still writing songs and so I don't know I'm just like completely fascinated with that and I think it keeps me going even on days that like I do feel like my tank is low I just think about that I'm like nope I still have it in me (laughs) (laughs) I absolutely love that that quote is amazing and it's so Isn't true. It? <laughs> it is, yeah. It is so true too. It's like we will always have creativity, it will always be in us. We just need to find it time and time again, wait for it to pop out and say, Hey, um, but it's always there. And I think like as creative people, we love what we do. We love songwriting, we love music. I love to write and I feel like I will always find creativity. You will always find creativity and we will always all find creativity. Yes, um, it's just fun. So, <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, well, Danny, this was awesome. Thank you for being on. Is there any social media or website or anything you would like to share with the listeners? Um, yeah, so I just started a music Instagram recently. Um, it's really new, but the handle is sounds like Danny, D-A-N-I. And I'm actually working on publishing my website too, which is the same. It's going to be the same URL, soundslikedanny.com. That's not up yet, but it's going to be up probably by the time this airs. Please make that your stage name. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. That's a good idea, actually. (laughs) Yeah. No, it'll be like a stadium tour. Up next, Sounds Like Danny. (laughs) 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 Well, thank you so much again for being on for this awesome conversation about creativity. Listeners, thank you so, so much for listening. And until next time, stay stay right right on on track. track.